Tiles FPL podcast, the podcast with more yellow flags than a Nuki lifeguard. I'm Steve. I'm Johnny. And today we'll be looking back on game week 23 and ahead to game week 24. But first, it's time to bring in Johnny. Johnny, how are you getting on? I'm okay. I'm okay. Um, do you know what a yellow flag means uh, for a lifeguard, John? Um, I, I, I don't. It means medium hazard. So in, right. in the football world, it's essentially Forgan, isn't it? Yeah. Because you know he's the, he's the middle middle hazard. Right. Good. I think he's probably get called out by his mum, does he? Yeah, um, I imagine so. Old yellow flag. Old yellow flag. <laughs> Thanks, mum. Um, before we get into it, um, I just want to give a big shout out to Josh Platman for our uh, new opening title. So cheers, Josh. Uh, we are very excited uh, to have them. Um, it feels Steve like a likes it, Steve likes it more than me. I'm a bit iffy about it still, but, um, okay. but thanks anyway. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure we'd be delighted to hear that. Um, <laughs> I will put, I will put on our socials about where you can find Josh. He's a professional musician and is very good. Uh, so I will, um, put a link on our, on our Twitter at some point. Um, it feels like a lifetime ago since the last game weekend did. Um, but let's, um, maybe just focus a little bit first on the FA Cup, which it's still going on as we speak, actually. Chelsea are playing Barnsley. It's nil-nil. So we can't really talk about um, the implications of that until it's finished. But it should finish by the time we're off this podcast. So that would be great. Um, yeah, the big headline really was uh, for FPL managers was a, a lot of injuries. Right. Okay. Um, I didn't know if anyone got injured yet. Who's, who's been injured? Well, there was um, all DCL came off, didn't he? Um, yeah. James, Just, James Justin came off. Uh, okay. Nick Two players Pope I own. Didn't play. Uh, apparently was injured, but he's been back in training today, so that's uh, that's good. Uh, Diaz was uh, was ill, so didn't play. Um, Mikel Antonio didn't play because he has apparently got a little problem with his hamstrings again. So a lot of um, very highly owned assets going into this game week are now yellow flagged, which is why mm, I haven't mentioned them at the beginning. Be starting to reconsider DCL as my captain choice. Then I think that's a thinker. Hmm, it's probably a good job we're doing this podcast, isn't it, John, so you actually know about that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, just just nice to find out a bit of information, isn't it? Thanks, Steve. <laughs> it's all right. I'm here all week. Um, yeah, the DCL one looked probably... Uh, maybe him and Justin seem like the two kind of most serious um, injuries knocking about, so it'll be interesting to see how they, um, how they play out over the next few days. Uh, from... What I can tell, I think both of them are probably going to miss this game. We can particularly prefer Dominic Calvert-Lewin on a double game week. Not great for a lot of managers. Okay for managers who already owned Richarlison, though. He might have not got many points yet, but you know he's now proven his worth as just being fit, basically. Yeah, well, we'll uh, we'll see. I mean, I, I put Calvert-Lewin a few weeks ago, and for the whole it worked out. Except this week, I did decide to bench him for twelve points, which was a mistake. Um, especially given I left Ings in and captained him and he got nothing. So, yeah, I hope he is. Um, I hope that's a bit of fake news. I hope he's fit. But um, it's been going quite well, really, as Carvalho. Lewin. He's looking like he's uh, back to his goal-scoring self, isn't he? Yeah, he's, he was obviously excellent in the um, in the game against United and actually in, in the game against Spurs as well, this amazing 5-4. Um, he got a goal and two assists, so he's he's looking on fire. So, yeah, I hope it's not um, a long-term injury for him. Um, you know, I don't want to wish uh, wish injuries on anybody, really, whether they're in my fantasy team or not. So, speedy recovery, Dom. 
Um, you obviously mentioned the fact that you had him on your bench for 12 points this game week. How was the yes. rest of the game week? Was it all right? It was okay. I just can't seem to pick a captain at the moment. So I, I, I picked Ings as captain and I put him in because he's got the double game week coming up and I, I, like, I like Ings. I think he's a really good player. Um, but I finished on 62 points. Um, Gundogan, uh, probably the, the headline player for me on 13 points, but a lot of people have him. Um, so 62 points is okay, but went down this week. So I'm, I think I'm sort of 36,500 now, which is a bit disappointing. And I think if I'd just picked a good captain the last few weeks, I'd have been flying really. But uh, but yeah, okay, not not great. How, how about you? Um, it was looking like it was going to be an absolute disaster for me until the Leeds game. Um, I had Bamford and Dallas, who got a combined 18 points to me. And left me on 70 points for the week, which was okay. I unfortunately had Gundogan and James Justin on my bench as my first two subs. Um, with a combined total of 22 points. So that was a Oof. little disappointing. Um, but, you know, these things happen sometimes. I think when, particularly when you've got a strong squad, you've just got to accept that your bench is, is there. And if it does score points, you know, it's, it's a backup essentially. So... Um, a bit of a shame, but I, I can't complain on the whole. I got, you know, I'd say, seventy points. I sort of stayed where I where I was before. Really, I was on around the nine k mark before this game week. Still on nine k. Um, I've managed somehow in three game weeks. I've scored three scores in the seventies in a row and managed to fall two thousand places, which shows you kind of how strong these last few weeks have been and how you've needed to have good weeks just to kind of stay stay around it, really. And if only you could play Suchek at the right time, you'd have probably gone up, Steve. I mean, you've cursed the guy. You picked him well, in our player pick. You picked him in the team, and then and then he gets zero points. It's your fault. This he, he well, does he, well when you pick him. I'm going to give you a little teaser, John. I think he's going to be coming out my team this week. Mm. Um, which he's been a been an OG for me. Been right in right from the right from the word go, and I'm very much debating. Just in terms of the strategy going forward, which we'll talk about because there's a lot of double game weeks coming up. There's a big blank game week coming up. So in terms of structuring your team, this is a this is a serious time to be to be thinking properly about your transfers and how you're going to use them. Well, if um, you take him out, can you let me know immediately? Because if you do, I'm playing him every week. You should probably put the captain's armband on him. In fairness, it's <laughs> if I, oh, yeah. the first week I take him out, I know he's uh, he's potentially gonna rack up a huge score. But um, yeah, and they, they, you know, they've got Sheffield United this week as well, so uh, you know it, that could potentially be a big scoring week. But I've got uh, I've got a plan that's um, currently hinges on the fitness of James Rodriguez, who also missed that Spurs game <laughs> earlier in the uh, earlier in the week. So uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a little worried about that. Um, just before we carry on, uh, this is quite exciting, really, that we can have like breaking news on the podcast, which by the time you listen to this, you'll already know, but Chelsea have scored. So oh, That's <laughs> nice, isn't it? I know, it's just a bit of fun, really, isn't it? You know, it's, like I say, everyone else will know, but it's just you're getting our live reactions. It's unsurprising. So when you say your fitness, the fitness of Hamas Rodriguez uh, steers your decision, are you basically just saying you're probably you're thinking about Gilfie Sigurdsson because he takes penos? No, not at all. I, I'm thinking about Hamas Rodriguez. I think that he's... Oh. He, you know, he if he's fit, I I think I want him for this week, and particularly because I don't trust Everton's defence at the moment, and I don't really want to put any of their players in and their defenders in. But Hamas has looked pretty lively, scored two in his last three in the Premier League. Um, so I'm I'm kind of sold on him again as a, yeah. as a fantasy Premier League asset. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm 
a lot hinges on it. And if, if, if he's declared fit, which I think he is going to be, then that will be my transfer this week. But I'll talk... I'm actually going to do something kind of crazy here, but I'm going to reveal a little bit about the my actual plan going forward um, beyond mm. this game week in terms of my current uh, my current idea of what I want to do with my team. Um, only because I think it explains how people might think about setting up going forward. So I'll talk a little bit about that as we go on. But I thought it's um you know it's a nice little, nice little bit of extra this week. I'm going to actually reveal what I'm thinking going forward to try and help others because that's the generous kind of guy I am. Um, yeah. What's your plan, Johnny? What? <laughs> oh, it's not funny anymore, Steve. <laughs> um, I, I look at I look at the fixtures. I make a decision. I've already made my transfer. All the people tell you not to do it. I knew I was going to pick. Um, and so uh, the, the big news for me is um, I've taken Trent out of my team second time he's been transferred out of my team this year um, obviously I transferred him back in although that was otherwise that'd be impossible uh, but I've taken Trent out and I've gone with a Burnley defender and I've put in Matt Loughton so he's coming to my side for the double game week where they play Crystal Palace away and Fulham at home so it was a Look, I mean, I'm probably going to live to regret that. Trent's always got like big scores and uh, under his, uh, well, it's, it's just always got a big score in him, hasn't he? Every now and then, but they just don't seem to be keeping the clean sheets. So I think going to lose him. And the plan is, and there is a plan now. Well, I, I think... was thinking that because if you're going to take out a high budget defender and put in a low budget defender, you must be planning something with that money, right? Yeah, I am, and I am probably planning on um, Harry Kane back into my team. Um, and I'm not too sure who it's going to be because I've got Ings, I've got Calvert-Lewin and I've got Bamford. And I don't know who's going to come out because I like all three of those. But the Kane's probably going to have a double game week in game week 26, I think. And he's probably going to be one of the teams that actually get to play in the blank game week in, in game week 29. So I do want him in. Um, so I think he'll probably come in at some stage. Um and I just don't know who for, but if DCL's injuries are worse than feared, then that's the kind of decision made, I think. So yeah, we'll 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 see. I mean, it's uh, the Southampton have got the double game week in game week twenty five, and that might just be the end of Ings is running my team to replace Kane and leave a few more points for me to play with. Um, but but who knows? That's uh, that's uh, that, that's probably the most likely at the moment. Ings out for Kane, so that I can prepare for game week twenty six and twenty nine. It's, it's interesting because like that, that's some good knowledge that you've got kind of across what fixtures might or might not happen there. That's that's it's, I'm I'm proud of you, John. I feel like you're you're stepping up your game. It's not really. I just had a little bit longer on the toilet than usually. <laughs> <laughs> good. Well, that's a that, that's a nice image for us all, isn't it? Um, yeah. <laughs> you need something uh, yeah. to read. Yeah. Well, exactly. Um, I mean, it it does look like Tottenham are going to have um, are going to have a double game week. Uh, in uh, in 26 and it does look like they're going to have a fixture in 29 they might also have another double game week somewhere yeah because um, yeah I think that there's there's potential for a Everton or Sheffield United game to be rearranged um, in that period so yeah ha- Harry Kane's in my in my plans um, it, a bit further down the line uh, at the moment probably will come in for 26 um, well I, I guess to sort of reveal my overall plan is that I'm looking to bench boost in 26 um, and get my team into a get my team into a scenario that it looks healthy enough to do that. Um, it means probably taking a points hit at the end of 25 to get out my two Leeds players that I want in for 20 for, for 25. So um, 
yeah, that, that's the plan at the moment. I've got two free transfers at the moment. I'm going to bank one this week. I'm potentially looking at moving out Mohamed Salah to raise funds um, and uh, putting old Jackie Grealish in because it looks like Villa are also going to be in that bracket of having a double game week and then a single game week in 29. So, yeah, I, that's that's my overall plan at the moment. Um, well, I don't know how many double game week teams are going to be in game week 26. Do we Do we know? Uh, no, not, nothing. That like nothing is. Uh, we should probably actually put this caveat in. Nothing has been announced yet um, with regards to twenty six. This is a, a distinct likelihood in terms of the way the scheduling has gone. Again, it's worth crediting Ben Krellin here um, because his spreadsheets are the <laughs> the reason any of us really have an understanding of this. But he he's obviously mapped out the season going forward, and twenty six is is a a free midweek that where these guys can play and it's obviously the rearranging of um of those fixtures that have been cancelled because of the FA Cup which is going to be played during game week 29 so there's every likelihood that we're going to see a double game week probably um for Man City for Everton um we're probably going to see one for Burnley we might see one for Fulham and Southampton um and then probably the other ones that are pretty likely are Leicester, Crystal Palace, Man United, Tottenham and Aston Villa. So that's kind of who you maybe should be looking at transferring in, looking ahead to that, if you're in that situation right. of wanting lots of double game week players, if you haven't got your wild card, obviously, and don't, or don't want to use it in that game week. So it, so you didn't say West Ham there, did you? Because I, I need to prepare now, Stephen. You spoke too fast, so I might have to re-listen to our own podcast to catch on that if you don't <laughs> tell me again. Um, there, there is no possibility of West Ham having a double game week in twenty six. Oh, Vladimir, that could be your time in my team. Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, Vla- Vladimir has um, has probably had his day with me as well, and he's probably going to go out after the Sheffield United game this week. Um, so, and oh. maybe for a Manchester United defender, that's he's going to become. Mind. He's going to become Sadamir. He's just going to be so upset. <laughs> Sadamir Soufal. I'm sure. I'm, I mean, in fact, I'm sure he's been called worse, but that probably nothing more weird. Probably not. I mean, you know. But I mean, I just came up with it right right now. So just don't <laughs> judge me, uh, right. Sadamir. We should move on from this. Um, let's talk about this week because there's there's four teams with a double game week: City, Everton, Burnley, and Fulham. Yeah. So we've obviously talked about DCL and and Richarlison. Um, but I guess if you're not think, not going to be able to captain DCL, you know I'm putting you on the spot here because you clearly haven't thought about it. But who would be your uh, captaincy choice? I just have to give it to the person I was going to give it the vice to, which is sensible, isn't it? So uh, it's um, I was choosing between three players this week. Two of them had got double, double game week, and one of them didn't. Um, so the standard one didn't, which I'm not going to pick. So I'll go with the first was Fernandez because we got West Brom away. Fernandez has always scored points, West Brom are poor, Man United are class away, all that sort of stuff, and he's just a solid point scorer, right? So I sometimes think you get tricked into thinking that captaining a double game week player is the only captain choice. Um, so what I was thinking about that, um, but at the moment I'm leaving the armband if it's not on Calvert-Lewin, on Gundogan, because it's two meaty-ish fixtures for them, but City are class. Probably there's a question mark over whether he takes penalties anymore. Granted, but um, even when he did miss one, he still turned up with 13 points, and with two games to do it, I just I don't know. I, I, I fancy him to get some decent returns. It's just 
it's just 180 minutes versus 90, isn't it? So I think I think at the moment it's Gundogan, but I'm not I'm not I'm not locked in on that. Yeah, I, I, that's where I'm at at the moment. Um, Gundogan is captain because he's been on a great run of form, and even though he goes kind of goes against my usual um, captaincy choice, because I, I don't really like captaining non-premium players. Um, yeah. But during this week, it looks like he has maybe the highest ceiling of anybody in my team. To be honest with you, a week ago, I was going to play my two transfers to bring in Sterling instead of Gundogan um, and and take out Salah as well and put in, in Grealish. But I, I, I took a bit of a moment, basically, after that, after seeing that Liverpool game and thinking, well, Gundogan, if he continues to play where he's playing and continues to, to rack up the points like that, he's a serious option, and like I shouldn't be looking to take him out. So, um, Especially yeah. when he's knocking in 13 points. You know what I mean? That's a, that's a pretty good well, indicator that the guy's up for it, especially when he got some minus in there for missing that penalty, which was a significant miss. <laughs> well, but, yeah. Uh, I mean, City with penalties is a, is, is a long-running saga, isn't it? I think it might have started... Um, I think it was like probably about three years ago now when you really think about it, but they've just missed yeah. so many. And like, you know, we've had Jesus missing basically everyone he's had, Aguero missing a few, De Bruyne missing a couple, now Gundogan. Um, and, you know, there's obviously, we're at that time of the season where. Um, Epstein's Pep- threatening to give it to Ederson. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, that, um, that just will not happen. I'm, it I'm won't happen because it. if he misses. They're then also probably going to concede because he's got to leg it back. Maybe they're going to give Phil Foden a chance of it. Potentially, or Cancelo. <laughs> Maybe. I doubt it. I doubt that that will be the case. But you never know. You know, don't know. We don't see what goes on in training. So he might be an excellent penalty taker. Um, obviously, like we say, Bruno's got a good fixture this week as well, which is like exciting. And I do sort of back in. I think he's going to have a decent week, but. I say that it's about it's all about a ceiling, and I, I think one thing for me as well is the thing with fantasy f- football is you want to like play it to its like maximum, don't you? And mm-hmm. if you've got a double game week on, of course you want to pick a double game week player because it's it's just significantly more fun to have a cap- your captaincy on a double game week player. And this is we live for these weeks, don't we? Like the, the whole thing that we're, everyone's planning their teams around these next few weeks and spending so much time thinking about it and looking at Ben's spreadsheets is because it's it's exciting and there's a way of making up points that you wouldn't be able to make up in regular game weeks. So this is where, in my opinion, this next, this next five weeks will define your mini-league and how it's yeah. going to go. And if you come out of it well, you will... You, like you'll be absolutely laughing, and if you if you don't come out of it well, there's not a lot of time to recover from it, and there's not going to be many fixtures to recover from. So no, my, just my the, opinion just, is attack it. Just in the FYI, uh, the two players discussed Gundogan and Calvert Lewin. Even with Calvert Lewin's injury at the moment, he remains the top most transferred player in this week. So it's uh, I think it's because the 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 indicator is at the moment he's got a seventy five percent chance of playing. So I think. People are still banking on him playing, even if it's one of those games. Oh, I don't know. He had he had five hundred fifty thousand transfers in before the game against Spurs when he got injured. So I, I imagine that well, that was a lot of early transfers being made to avoid a price rise. I don't know what how many he's got right right now, um, but that I think a lot of those transfers came. Uh, it, it was a situation where I think the three most um, 
transferred in players in, in before this set of FA Cup fixtures all ended up getting injured. So <laughs> it's uh, it's been a it's not been the your standard week. Um, but as I say, there's a lot there's a lot to plan for at the moment. Obviously, keep in mind game week twenty five as well. There's a double game week in there with the uh, Southampton and Leeds both having one. So um, Leeds Steve, causing big question. Forced. Yeah, with Callum Wilson out, are you considering Andy Carroll? Um, I'm not an idiot, so no. Come on, um, gonna play. The thing is, I'm quite I'm quite content with my strikers at the moment. I mean, I, w- I want to get Richardson out at some point. It's um, you, you know what? Actually, before the DCL injury, I was almost thinking about bringing in Ings um, next week for Richardson because I think that that double game week is good for him, and obviously, you know, uh, uh, like seems to be hitting a bit of form again. You were very unlucky with the captaincy last week because he obviously hit the post and had an assist ruled out for offside and he scored again tonight. So, yeah, he looks like a decent option for me. Um, But it just now doesn't quite fit into the strategy because it would mean taking another another hit at the end of 25 to take out Bamford. And I, I don't think I actually do want to take out Bamford in the long term. Yeah, well, I'm going to stick with him. I've got him. So he would put him for that week. He's sticking around. Um, but he might be, like I say, he might be the one to, to miss out when I put when I put Kane back in. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a difficult one, isn't it? There's so many good strikers around at the moment. Obviously, Ollie Watkins scored again at the weekend. Yeah, he did. Uh, when, Ant- when Antonio's fit, he's obviously um, been brilliant since he's come back. I know a lot of people captained him against uh, against Fulham. He had 20% captaincy in the top 10k, which is just I, I'm really surprised about. But it's it, it was a, it was a good shout. He was on good form. He was playing a weaker team. It's um it just obviously sometimes these things don't happen. And Fulham yeah. was very good on the day as well. So I think it's always always worth bearing in mind that actually Fulham are not conceding any goals and are not whipping boys. So. Um, Again, when when you're looking at the fixtures in the coming weeks, maybe bear that in mind when thinking about captaincy. Um, right. So, in terms of our uh, our predictions this week, should we have a little um, a little kind of skirt through how we did last week? It's such a long time ago. Let's not linger on it. But well, it's go quite on. good that you're forgetful, Steve, because we bombed. Um, you got one <laughs> game exactly right. I got none exactly right. Um, but so you well done to you. Highlighted you picked Villa one nil. That wasn't good uh, for me at all. Uh, and, and beyond that, Steve, we, we, we did pretty terrible. Calvert-Lewin's last-minute goal also cost you five points and turned that into one. Um, but yeah, it was pretty atrocious on the score front. The the, the best thing to, to probably mention is that of the three players you picked each, um, you had two players that you picked both play and get zero points. You had Rudiger, who got an own goal, and Suchek, who got sent off, both getting net zero. Uh, but you picked Bamford, who got a goal and got six points. And that six points was just enough for us to draw because I had Mendy, Ings and Trossard combined for a lowly six points. So I uh, don't know how we managed it, and how you managed it, let's say. But yeah, six each, a draw for this one. First, first for us both, uh, which is nil-nil. Um, and I think the less said on those those predictions, the better. It was, it was horrendous. <laughs> I've really put the curse on players, haven't I, the last few weeks with this? Yeah. Um, I've did this week after week. Either a player is dropped, or you know, this week I had it sending off <laughs> a um, an own goal from Rudiger. 
And uh, yeah, I'd say finally Bam- Bamford got me a few points. I think it's the first goal any of my picks have scored. So um, I'm, I worry for the players I picked this week. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, should we start with that then? Um, what's who is your first player that you're picking ahead of this double game week? I'm going to go with double game week goalkeeper Nick Pope. Fair enough. Uh, I'm going to start with an Everton player. He's in my team, so this is a real risk considering my history here. I'm going to go for Richarlison. He looked lively in the cup, scored a good goal. Um, I am, yeah, a good, good couple of goals, sorry. Um, yeah, so I, I'm I'm backing him this week. Lovely. Uh, I'm going to double up with Burnley defenders, and I'm going with uh, Tarkowski as my second pick. Um, well, oh, I, I was going to pick Tarkowski, but in the in the reason of kind of keeping this, uh, keep you know, making sure that we don't have, have any crossovers, I'm going to go for his arch nemesis in this game week, Ben Me. <laughs> oh, you're always copying me, Steve. I oh, know. Well, it's it's about time I picked me for something. Yeah, brilliant. Um, <laughs> so, player number three, um, you mentioned the potential penalty for City. You'd be surprised if he does, but I'm going to go with Phil Foden. Very nice. Um, yeah, my my third pick is also a City player, um, and I'm really hoping I don't put the curse on again, but it is Gundogan. Um I just think he's at some point he's going to stop scoring and I need to get in before he does. So, yeah, good double game week. That should be exciting. Double Burnley defence is, is strong. If, if they get two clean sheets, I'm probably out of this. So, yeah, I yeah. need to win one at some point. Roll the dice. Let's get it done. Um, right, right should, we, so, should we do scores? Yeah, so, um, yeah, just to run over the rules again, um, if, if uh, whoever wins uh, the most fantasy points for those three players, gets five points towards that overall total for the score predictions. The score predictions, it's five points for a correct score, two points for a correct result, and one point for being a goal off. So, first fixture of the weekend is quite a big one. Leicester versus Liverpool. What are you going for, John? I'm going to go for 2-1 Liverpool. I have gone for exactly the same. Good start. Um, I hope this isn't going to be like last week where we basically ended up picking the same same fixtures and getting most of them wrong. Uh, Palace versus Burnley. 2-0 Burnley. I've gone for 1-0 Burnley. Oh, that's better. Man City versus Spurs. I'm going to go for 3-0 City. Oh, I've gone for exactly the same. Wow. It's uh, quite amazing, this. Um, Brighton versus Villa. Brighton versus Villa. Um, I'm going to say 1-0 Villa. I've gone for 2-0 Villa. Okay. <laughs> Not far away again. Uh, Southampton versus Wolves. I'm gonna, uh, it's 2-1 uh, two, two, Southampton for me. I've gone for 1-0 Southampton. Um, West Brom versus Manchester United. I'm going to go 4-0 Man U. Oh, right, okay, I actually have 4-0 written down, but I'm not going to go for it because this is getting silly now. I'm going to go for 4-1 because United love to concede a goal away from home first and it livens them up to then go on to hammer teams. So, yes, 4-1. Uh, Arsenal Good. versus Leeds. Uh, I'm going to say 3-1 Leeds. Ooh, I like it. Um, mainly because I've got two Leeds players on my bench this week. I'm going to go for Arsenal versus, uh, Arsenal versus Leeds as 2-1 to Arsenal. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's fair. I think I think uh, I'm winning, but yeah, um, good. <laughs> Everton versus Fulham. 
Uh, Everton versus Fulham. Um, I'm going to say Everton 2-1. I've gone for 3-2 to Everton. Mainly because I watched them defend against Tottenham. And <laughs> what it were, especially in set pieces, it was not pretty. Um, West Ham versus Sheffield United. I'm going to go boring, goalless, nil-nil. Ooh, I'm going to go for 1-1. One, one. Chelsea versus Newcastle. Uh, I'm going to say 2-0 Chelsea. I've got I've got 2-0 Chelsea. I'm not going to I'm not going to waver from this because it feels like a 2-0 Chelsea. So 2-0 Chelsea as well. Um Burnley versus Fulham. 1-0 Burnley. I've picked 1-0 Burnley. <laughs> uh, oh. This is uh this is wild. I I mean we honestly I can I can promise you we haven't seen um each other's predictions uh going into this. So yeah, this is a bit unfortunate, but just shows you that this um backing for those teams. Uh, Everton versus City. Uh, 3-1 City. Nice. I'm going to go for 2-0 to Manchester City. Super. Amazingly, in 12 games there, we've got one game where we didn't go for the same score, like the same um, result to come off. Bonus points is... could be massive this week, Steve. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be a close one by the looks of it. Or it might just come down to Arsenal versus Leeds. That's the, uh... <laughs> That's That might be the other way to go. Um, yeah, I think so. The first, the last thing I kind of just wanted to talk about, obviously, this feels crazy to talk about this now when we're going from twenty three to twenty four. But just to kind of highlight the teams um, in twenty nine that are going to be playing, and just a little bit about strategy because there'll be different people in different places here. So there'll be certain people who will have. None of their chips left. There'll be people who have their wild card left. There'll be people who have all three or no free hit or all various different types. So this is kind of an overview of game week 29 and building towards that, especially after a double game week in 26. So we are going to have fixtures from probably Villa and Spurs. Probably. But that's not confirmed yet. Um, that could be moved to game week 37 where Villa also plays Spurs, and we could have like a round robin of uh, of games there, but that's unlikely. Um, Newcastle, Brighton, West Ham, Arsenal, Fulham, and Leeds all play that game week, and at, as we speak, Chelsea are still one all up. So the idea that Chelsea and Liverpool, if they if Barnes equalise and go on to win that game, Chelsea and Liverpool will probably play that week as well. So there's a few ways of doing this, and please pitch in where you can, John. I if you're going off from 26, it's most likely you should be building at the moment towards having Spurs and Villa players on yes. three players in your squad from each team for game week 26. Because it's going to give you a base of six players to work from come game week 29. Yeah. This is only if you're pursuing basically from pursuing all the doubles. In in uh, in game week twenty six, so they're the most important teams right now, and obviously it's not confirmed. It should be in the next couple of days, but it's um that they're, they're who I would be looking at. But also, I guess if you're looking at it from a perspective where you're not playing bench boost this week, I think you should probably be looking at Leeds as the most important side because they're going to double in twenty five. They'll have a single in twenty six, and then they'll double again in twenty nine. And they're like they're firm people you can put put on your bench. If we're talking, Rafinha's been brilliant recently. 
Bamford's obviously on good form. We know that he plays fantasy football and knows the pain that we go through. And uh, Stuart Dallas obviously has had a couple of good scores recently as well. So they, for me, are the sort of players that you should be targeting. Um, what, what do you think, John? Is this something you're looking at? Um, yeah, I think so. Because I, I, don't, I don't really know when I'm going to put my bench boost yet. Um, I think I'll probably know that nearer when I start thinking about wild cards later in the year. Um, but um, so I think Leeds players for me is, is a good option. Uh, I, I, I'm a bit gutted when I took out Rafinha, from, uh, if I'm being honest. And I've, ever since I've taken him out, I've wanted to get him back in. So I think you're right about him. And um, I, I, look, I put in Grealish for that reason. I'm thinking about putting Kane in for that reason. Um, and, and, and uh, you know, like I said a few weeks ago, if I'm not putting in Martinez, because I still, still don't own him, and I was thinking about Melier as a cheaper option, but um, I, I, I don't know. I think I think I'm I think I'm going to stick with the plan. And at the moment, the plan is Villa Spurs definitely, um, but I think I'm probably going to stick with two Villa uh, and um, and see how many other Spurs players I can jam in. Fair enough. I think that's that. That seems like a reasonable thing to do. Um, obviously, we're talking about like you could go through the process of building your side towards twenty six, and then wildcarding somewhere in between twenty seven and twenty eight, um, building towards twenty nine. That could also be an option. But I, I at the moment, I, I think the wildcard is better served used further down the line. It looks like potentially another blank game week. Well, there is another blank game week in, in game week thirty three. We don't know quite how the extent of that yet, but that will probably be where I'm looking to sort of save my wild card for and then there will be other doubles that take place because of that so it's yeah at the moment I'm the triple captains are really the hardest chip for me at the moment because yeah. there's, no, there's no trust in like in the games that are going to come up I don't trust the players there's injuries happening everywhere um and it's difficult and in honesty I like I, I've been tr- sort of trying to model this the last few days and we were we were talking on on Wednesday night uh, when we were watching the uh, the the um, Spurs versus Everton game, and I was saying that actually at the moment the model says that I should ca- triple captain Bamford next week. Do it. <laughs> um, I'm really debating about it, but I'm not advising anybody else to because if it's my mistake, I want to own it. Um, but there's a uh, yeah, I like I like the idea of triple captaining Bamford. Um, just to confirm as well, Chelsea has ended against Barnsley, so there will be no game. Uh, there will be no fixtures for Chelsea or Liverpool in game week twenty nine. Steve, well. you give it to Bamford. I'll I'll give it. I'll give it. Um, Ings. I That's think you should fair. give it Suchek. <laughs> oh, well, if you're not playing him, I might just do that. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think Danny Ings is a bad is a bad option, really. But it's just the the natural thing to do with triple captain is to put um put a put it on a premium player. And I, I, I'm, I'd love to be able to put it on Harry Kane, and like I think there will come a time when because Tottenham are going to have another double game week at some point. Um, so, yeah, that's my that there'll be if I don't do it in 26. If I if I'm doing the bench boost, then I imagine that the next time Tottenham have a double game week, that he will be receiving that TC. <laughs> Exciting. Right. Anyway, that's probably all we've got time for. So we should probably wrap up. Um, Superb. Oh yeah, we should probably say as well, um, just because he's probably a bit feeling a bit left out. Kevin Davis has been very active on Twitter the last few days. I've loved it. 
It's, um, oh, amazing! It's been it's been he's been going to town, and he, he's struggling to buy a PS5 at the moment. So oh, if, Kev, um, I feel your pain. I'm not paying <laughs> one, one of these bots that are trying to turn profit. Well, he was he was actually saying that he was he was debating turning to those bots. Um, no, don't that, do that it. Was his, so um, we're going to get at him about that and make sure that he um, he doesn't because you know it'd be a be a terrible thing, really, wouldn't it? If uh, if he puts like, puts his money into the hands of those people, um, we, we're we're backing you though, Kev. I, I, I'm hoping he says it's for his kid, but I, I'm not sure I believe him. To be honest with you, <laughs> I think he just wants his PS5 for himself so he can like you know we play with Bolton on FIFA. We could, in we could do two. ultimate teams for Bolton. Yeah, if you want, if you fancy a game, Kev, like we'll give you give you our um, give you our uh, our, our usernames. We'll he, he can't do it. He hasn't on. got his PS5 yet. Oh, neither do I. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm an Xbox person anyway, so I, I'm I'm never going to get a chance. But you, you know, you might, John. You know, yeah. We can have a little game. We can, I, you know, when when the pandemic's over, I'll come round. We'll team up, take on Big Kev, and just go. Well, obviously, it'll be a, a no rules get a match because we want to be able to foul as much as possible. That sounds like the perfect setup, doesn't it? It does, doesn't it? I, I anyway. just think I'd be happy to retire on having that game. <laughs> that would yeah it'd be excellent after the interview quick game of FIFA cheers Kev how's your uncle that's it it's not how's your uncle is it it's how's your father brilliant Bob's your uncle <laughs> I'm oh. mixing idioms <laughs> <laughs> you are an idiom um, idiot uh, so right uh, I think I think it's probably best if you wrap this up Steve before you make any yeah. more further damage all right, thanks for listening to the 115 Fouls FPL podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at 115 Fouls. You can follow us on Instagram at 115 Fouls FPL podcast. And uh, that will do. I've been Steve. I've been Johnny. And we will see you next week. Thanks so much. Cheers.